0: to stay tuned with miraculous ladybug i'm shiloh i'm nicole In today's episode we are going to talk about the episode ladybug and go talk about if adrian is actually a senti monster (laughs) (laughs) before we begin we have just a couple of news and updates not a lot because of the covid 19 so the fandom's pretty much dead (laughs) zag really well it hasn't been released yet but in the zag store website you can pre-order the Lady Noir figurine. They are $260, which I predicted in the previous episode. (laughs) I said it was going to be $200 to $250. So Uh, that was close. You said $100. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it looks really cool and pretty. I know a couple of people have purchased it, so I think they're going to ship it in July. That's what they said. And then they also released the new Marinette earring. So the one that's black colored, Oh. So that yeah, so that's on the Zack Store website, and it's thirty six dollars. The other update we got from Thomas is that the team is working from home, and the the writing team are currently writing season five. I think the last update we got a couple of weeks ago was they. I think they're writing episode fourteen. I don't remember. It was one of the tens. <laughs> it looks like they're halfway done writing season five. Oh wow! But now it's just with the animation. But that could be. Really delayed for season four because of the COVID-19. Like People can still work from home, but there's some stuff you can't work from home with animation, I think. That's what I've heard. But I think we've heard that they said like the animation team is also working from home. There's no Instagram posts of the characters due to the COVID-19, but now they're going to just post the Instagram stories. So far, we've seen where Ollie and Adrian played tic-tac-toe. Ollie won. Uh and then there was also like draw yourself challenge and there was like a message between adrian and Marinette where adrian was like oh my dad likes your designs can you show more of that cute stuff wait so the draw yourself challenge did we see the drawing yeah let me see if i can find it
1: oh my goodness was there someone who's
0: alia (laughs) was no chloe was the worst (laughs) i Let me see. What she said "I don't think Chloe has the patience to draw." No, this is Marinette, Aww. then Alya, Adrian, and then Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at her art style, I don't feel bad about my horrible art <laughs> drawing. Well, you're good at drawing. Uh, I can draw heads, bodies. I'm like, nope. <laughs> like when I was young, I wanted to be an artist, but um, that didn't go well. Yeah, it looks like they just say the Instagram stories, So you can just go to their profile. You can just look what you missed. Mm-hmm. No Instagram posts during the pandemic. A concept art of the movie was accidentally released. The Miraculous team asked not to share those photos through social media. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> now. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Ladybug episode. It's so weird that episodes called Ladybug. So I'm like... You mentioned the episode, but people think you're talking about the show. I'm like, no, the episode Ladybug. Yeah, I was
1: so confused. You're like, you mean watch the episode Ladybug? And I'm like, what?
0: When they released, like, leaked of the summary of each episode, this was the episode I was so excited for because I'm the person that I want to see bad things happen to the main character. No, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. Or at least the character I like. Yeah, it was like, when it's where, like, Marinette gets... Kicked out from school, and I'm like, oh, and it took forever to wait for this episode. I'm like, I don't care, Schapler, I don't care anything else. I'm, I just want Ladybug, <laughs> and we got it. And thinking the Sam G animated this, oh like, yes, yeah, the episode of Ladybug <laughs> is so hard is one of my favorite episodes. It's like one of my top tens. It's like it's formatted
1: very differently, especially around the beginning. Yeah, it's like, whoa, what the heck is going on
0: here? Yeah, and I think I rewatched this episode like five times. <laughs> but ever since it came out on Netflix, I watched this Monday and then I watched again like Aww. five minutes before we recorded. So. <laughs> I love this episode. In the opening scene, we see Adrian making a charm bl- bracelet for Marinette's birthday. And I remember the fandom was so confused. they were like, wait, what? <laughs> They're like, didn't this already happen? Then we realized the flashback.
1: And then... No, I was the same way like a yeah. couple of minutes ago.
0: <laughs> really? I was oh my gosh. I it. was
1: like, wait, is, it, is, this a, is this episode taking place in the past? And then it's
0: like, oh, wait, this is a flashback. Adrian finished making the charm bracelet and he asked Plagg for his opinion. Plagg was like, no, I wouldn't want this. <laughs> Flag is so helpful. I know, right? Adrian's like, I need a second opinion. And it's his freaking dad. <laughs> I'm like, really, Adrian? You should know better.
1: Not your dad. Oh my goodness. Your dad gives you a pen for three years straight. It's
0: kind of sad like Adrian Gabriel sit so far away. And then Natalie has to deliver the freaking bracelet for Adrian. Oh my goodness.
1: Natalie Natalie I hope she gets paid well.
0: <laughs> better. She goes you so much crap. And then when Gabriel was like, what is this? And Adrian was like, oh, this is for Marinette's birthday, and he always, he just gushes about her. If Gabriel didn't interrupt him, I think Adrian would gush about Marinette for, like, at least hours, and then Gabriel gets mad because he didn't give Adrian permission to go to the party, but for some reason, Gabriel let him go to the party. That's what I'm still confused about. Why did he let him go? Yeah, and then I think Gabriel realized how important Marinette was to Adrian, that when he teamed up with Lila, they're trying to get Marinette to be akumatized. That's what I noticed. So it's kind of weird Lila working for Gabriel, but you know they're both evil. So, <laughs> uh huh. Yes. Yeah. And then we see that Lila is just planning to get Marinette kicked out. And the first thing was Miss Boustier called Marinette out in front of everyone and found the answer sheets in her backpack. I don't know how it is in France, but if you do it in America, that's bad in front of. Oh, like, that's so that. bad.
1: Yeah, one time I was accused of cheating, but at least my teacher pulled me out of the classroom. Yeah. I still wanted to cry, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, I know this is a cartoon and this is not real, but realistically, Miss Bustay would take Marinette out and then confront her about
1: yeah. her cheating. I wonder if she just didn't really... I don't know. why. I don't know. I don't know if she just didn't think that Marinette wouldn't do that. or It was then. It's still kind of embarrassing if, so, if they're going through your backpack.
0: so yeah. It's probably
1: just for... It's probably just for the story, right? The Expanse and
0: all that. Yeah. And then we see that the class doesn't believe Marinette. Would she? Mostly Adrian and Alia stand up for her. And they get sent to the principal office. And Lila goes to the bottom of the stairs and lie that Marinette pushed her. And as a nurse.
1: <laughs> Am I, I'm not the best person to ask this, but yes.
0: <laughs> so we see that Lila just got a scratch or a bandage. If someone fell off that high of stairs, that wouldn't be enough, right? I don't think so. I
1: feel like if you fill the stairs like that, mostly you are you're gonna you know, maybe twist or fracture your wrist or your ankle or you're gonna have some bruises and scratches like it just like depends in your, how you land Yeah, it. just how like you just like just like There'll be some on your face or your hands and arms and maybe your legs. There's a high chance she wouldn't have a
0: scratch or blood, but they still put a bandage on her. So I don't know if they put a bandage. It's well, you... it's over it's over her pants. I think it's her leggings. Yeah. It's whatever. over her
1: leggings. It's like, no guy, yeah, pull the pants up and put the bandage. <laughs> That's, That's
0: just gonna do nothing. you need a nurse there or do you think L- Lila did it? Uh, definitely Lila did it. Because like it would make sense if they had a nurse do it, but the nurse would be like, "Uh, she's not bleeding. She has a scratch. Like, what, the, what is it supposed to do? Like, <laughs> seriously,
1: that's not going to support the knee. That's not going to cover the blood. That does nothing. You just, like,
0: oh. cloth over. I know, like, Ollie's like, imagination thing where... They had, like, Lila has a cast. I'm like, do they think she has a broken bone? So they put a bandage. I'm like, that still would to work.
1: No, no. You have to like a splint and stuff and then take them to the hospital. And... When I saw that, I was like,
0: oh, this is going to drive Nicole mad. <laughs> I it,
1: it didn't. I, just did, I didn't think of it, but now that to... I'm <laughs> I'm not experienced, though. Like, once I become a nurse, I'll know more. But right now, I'm just like, I know nothing. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's this is one part I don't understand either. They got Marinette's parents. But then get Lila's parents. Because like, Lila's parents don't care about her. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like at school, they would try to get both parties. Just having Lila trying to prove everything. And then they're like, okay, Meredith's kicked But in. Lila probably me some
1: lie that her, that her parents couldn't come because yeah. they're like tr- in a different country or
0: something. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, I think her parents both work in the embassy, if I remember. I don't remember what her dad does. I know her mom works kind of like for the government. So she's hardly home. She might not answer her mail, but you think the school will leave her a voicemail? Be like, your daughter is in the principal office. I don't know. Like I said, I think Lila just lied and said, made up something so that they didn't call her parents. Yeah. And then we next have the next scene where Lila takes them to the locker room to show that Marinette stole her grandma's necklace, which is the same box-shaped pendant from season one and here's another thing i don't understand is alia so alia is she has the she's seen what the fox miraculous looks like she knows where it is because she's worn it before yeah but there's no one questioning why this jewelry store i don't know if it's part of gabriel's i don't remember that all their jewelry looks like the Miraculouses. is there's no one questioning that not even alia where she's like huh that necklace looks exactly like my fox miraculous <laughs> i just don't know this universe i i,
1: I didn't notice that I, I didn't i didn't think of that but that's a good point well,
0: a lot of people point out like alia is a box miraculous wouldn't she you know one-on-one but this is also a show so
1: yeah it's a kid's show so let's not yeah. overthink
0: it i know i overthink but i mean that's what we're doing we're overthinking it yeah
1: <laughs> i know fun. we can't
0: compare it to reality to a tv show but it's like if it's reality i feel like people will be Real life, Ollie would be like, huh, that necklace looks like my miraculous, but no one's questioning. (laughs) (laughs) And then she looks bad. Everyone's upset with her, except for not Gabriel, (laughs) Adrian. Adrian, Adrian. there's too many aggressive. Adrian looks very concerned to her. And then Marinette looked at him and she was asking him for help, which I think is a huge development for her because she can't talk to adrian and then but she knows that adrian knows the truth about lila and she was like adrian you believe me right and that look he gave yeah and he tried to speak up this is one thing i get upset with kind of the fandom is they always make adrian a coward and most like some fan fiction i've read this is before the ladybug episode oh because in season two. Adrian's do that for chloe so a lot of people were mad about adrian about that and that c- continued and then chameleon where he said you know don't try to call her out it's not gonna work you know just back off and then so people were like oh adrian's a coward <laughs> and i'm like okay and then all these fan fiction made it where adrian wouldn't help Marinette. he's like no let's just stay away let's you know not confront her call her out but i feel like this episode just debunks that because he's like he keeps, like, standing up for her. And then before the principal interrupted, he really was like, um, no. And, but he got interrupted. Poor he boy. He always gets interrupted. I know. That's like,
1: that's his... <laughs> Hashtag... Let Adrian
0: speak. Let Adrian speak. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, like, Adrian speak 2020. He had his croissant. He can let him speak. <laughs> let him speak. <laughs> yeah. But the show's, that Adrian really cares about Marinette and he's willing to stand up for her and protect her. Gabriel turns into Hawk Moth and turns into Scarlet Moth. And then Natalie is also a catalyst, if I remember. And then the quote, he said, the downfall of Marinette brings about the despair of everyone who trusted her. I can feel the huge wave of negative emotion as they come crashing down. And then after that, Marinette gets akumatized which everyone's like, oh. oh, the fellow fandom are like, it's like, it's happening, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> we see that Rose, Julica, the principal, Miss Bustier, and possibly Kim got akumatized. We saw him and then he disappeared, so I don't know if he did get akumatized or not. Animation error, too. Yeah. And then her dad also disappeared. And she, he's, her dad was right behind her, so I don't know what <laughs> happened. Ah. I won't be surprised if he was akumatized too. And the people who didn't get akumatized were Sabrina, Chloe, Ollie, and Adrian. But Sabrina probably would have been
1: akumatized if Chloe wasn't be like, whoo, protect, protect.
0: I don't know where Adrian was. I don't know if he went, he ran off and tried to get, tra- like, transform into cat noir, but something held him up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or he, he's hiding in the locker. I don't know. And Tiki said that... Alia didn't get akumatized because she trusted Marinette. Do you think that's the same reason for Chloe? Or do you think it's her pride? Because like, I'm queen bee, so I shouldn't get akumatized.
1: I think it's both. I think because she did look shocked when they said that when she was accused of cheating. Mm-hmm. I think Chloe at this point knows that Marinette is a good person. Mm-hmm. That even though they don't get along with each other, she knows that, hey, Marinette might be annoying, but she's... She has morals. She has morals. <laughs> she yeah, actually she has, has standards. And she has morals. standards. But I also think it's like the pride thing like because
0: yeah. Yeah because she still sees herself as a hero.
1: Yeah. I think she was it was like she thought it was as her duty to not get kumatized and not to get super to get not get Sabrina And Also that she I think she trusted trusted Marinette. I always knew Marinette wouldn't do something like
0: that. Yeah, I believe so too. I believe it's both. I would say mostly pride, but I can also see maybe she she's the one. You know, she she's Marinette's enemy, but you usually know your enemy the the better. <laughs> <laughs> so she might be like, yeah, I hate Marinette, but she wouldn't do something like this. So I can see that as well. It's like this this sabotage is tacky. I could have done better. Isn't a sad thing when your friends get akumatized, but your bully doesn't. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, it is sad. We see that if they were to get akumatized Marinette's akumatized name will be Princess Justice and Sabine will be Variety Queen. And their powers be they would expose the truth and with the classmates who get akumatized, they get akumatized because they were disappointed with Marinette, which Thanks. she didn't do. Sadness. So when Scarlet Moth tells them to get the Miraculous Marinette, reached out and grabbed her earrings and ready to pull them out, but then it got interrupted because Natalie was still sick. Do you think, like in the future episode, like uh, Gabriel will try to akumatize Marinette again? Oh, I think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I feel like if Marinette gets akumatized, I feel like it will be a finale. Yeah,
1: that's what I feel.
0: I want her. I know people will hate me for saying this, but I would love to see what Princess Justice will look like. I've seen so many fan art people doing that. I'll sh- see if I can find someone to oh. show it to you. But I also like anti, like Akumatized Ladybug, like the black and
1: oh. red suit.
0: I just want to see either one.
1: I read this fan fiction where it was um, wearing a where I get got Akumatized, mm-hmm. and it was a
0: really really cool cool concept but i don't remember what it was yeah i've read a couple it's been really good but i haven't read a Akumata- i haven't seen any akumatized Marinette for a while i know like i feel like season yeah, one season two the, yeah, was this a lot was, yeah there was during yeah, i think i read it before season two came out yeah usually she gets akumatized because adrian rejected her or because of chloe's bullying but i think there hasn't been much but lately it's mostly because of lila which I think that's more a possibility. But I would love to see Marinette akumatized. We saw Adrian akumatized, so it's fair that we see Marinette akumatized. <laughs> but if it's going to happen, I feel like it's going to be like a finale. Yeah. Which will make more sense. Maybe there will be identity reveal. Who knows? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you think that someone else will have Kiki or do you think she'll she'll, she'll be wearing the, the ladybug earrings? Uh,
0: I feel like to resolve the issue, should... here's two things that could go away. Marinette fighting off the Akuma t- akuma on her own we see that chloe did that so that kind of proves the point you can fight off an akuma but how far can you go fighting off the akuma like if you're already transformed can you still fight it back
1: but what i'm so confused is when the episode miss bustier she got akumatized yeah but it it was it wasn't because of a negative emotion it was because of fear
0: fear yeah oh because she was scared of Marinette being akumatized oh okay that's what happened yeah she almost it off but then it consumed her and the other possibility is... Oh, Miss I know. That Marinette already had her earrings off. And maybe we see Mr. Bug again. Oh. Oh! Um, yeah. I think for a second. <laughs> yeah, you're like, who's Mr. Bug? <gasps> okay, so everything got interrupted because Natalie was sick. So they both dropped her transportation... Transportation? <laughs> Transformation. And everyone is confused. What's going on? A lot of people were confused was if Natalie was akumatized, her health shouldn't be affected. But I had this theory was, if you're willing to be akumatized, I feel like you have more will and more control and you have more memories. Because I feel like we saw that with Lila and Chloe. They remember what they did in the end and they had more control. and They, they knew what was going on around their surroundings. Uh. I feel like if you d- did not want to want to be controlled, you're completely controlled. So you don't remember what, what happened, or... Oh. You don't have that concept of right or wrong. But with Lila and Chloe, they wanted to be akumatized. So I feel like Hockmott trusted them so he doesn't control them deeply. <laughs> if, that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if that's the case. If you're willing to be akumatized, you still have power and control. No, that's why I always was. I always mm. figured. Yeah. I didn't realize that because I think season one, it was everyone. I was think the, I think the first time...
1: I thought of that was when Lila purposely got akumatized. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe they can they, can, they can have more control and they remember more and stuff. Yeah,
0: I just wasn't sure she remembered everything she did, but rewatching it again, I realized, I think she knew what she did in her akumatized form. But then season finale of season three, it proved that when Chloe dropped her akumatized form, she still remembered what she did. Mm-hmm. And like nothing has changed. It was not like she was confused, like, oh, what happened? So it shows that she was willing to be akumatized. Gabriel's trying to take care of uh, Natalie and he t- takes the miraculous away. And he said, using a broken miraculous ends up breaking its wear. The wounds on the miraculous are becoming your wounds. But when Natalie was like, no, I still want to help, Gabriel said, not at that cost, never at that cost again. And then the camera pans to the aggressed family portrait. And it really confirms that Emily used them. the miraculous. I mean, everyone knew people
1: the season came out anyway but the question is why was she
0: using it and we'll talk about that after this recap (laughs) natalie steals the miraculous away from gabriel while he's sleeping and i mean kind of nice that gabriel does have a caring side like he's sitting next to her falling asleep because he's like busy taking care of her but natalie's stubborn i feel like this show everyone's stubborn (laughs) 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 the heroes are stubborn or the villains i don't know all of them are stubborn. Everyone is. Yes. Yeah, so she buys the uh um, the Eiffel Tower keychain and then goes to the sewer. Everyone likes to go to the sewer in the show. <laughs> um, so the what's it called? The Anuk? Amok. Anuk? amok. Amok. Amok.
1: Mm-hmm. Does it have to be a specific? Does it does it have to be
0: specific? Does it depend on what kind of amuk you get?
1: You choose. I think it could be any
0: object. We have seen with August, it was the uh, lollipop. And then with Reflect-A-Doll, it was Julika. This is the first time we saw Akuma and a uh, Amok together. It so was, it was like Akuma, Akuma, ties Julika. But I think the Amok was in her hairpin. Oh, so it, yeah. can- it has to be an object. With this one, she used the keychain, but she was still holding the object. But she created a life form of a sentient monster ladybug. Yeah. And she said... I'll create a very powerful scented monster, the most powerful that ever existed. And then we see that Maya Maya makes a scene where she's fighting this scented monster ladybug, but no one else knows about that. And Marinette's all confused. She's like, "Wait, I'm here. Who's fighting <laughs> Maya?" And she's stuck in the bakery because her parent. I just like it. She's grounded apparently, but I kind of noticed like when she was doing the bakery with her parents. I feel like for Marinette, bakery is just her hobby, not something she loves to do. Yeah, like have a joy out of it. That's why she wants to be a fashion designer. I guess <gasps> she's trying to get out of here. She's like, so her dad's like, you know, put some frosting in this gingerbread man. She's like, oh, <laughs> so she gets too she hard. hard. <laughs> yeah, and then Adrian gets there first, and Adrian thinks the Cindy Monster ladybug is the actual real ladybug. And then the sending monster pretended she was hurt. And he's like, wait, we're not supposed to feel any pain. Why are you feeling pain? And she's like, I don't feel good. And I'm like, oh, Avengers reference.
1: <laughs> I know, I thought
0: the same thing too. That was everyone. I don't feel so good, noir yeah. <laughs> And then Meyer tells her like, tell him you're in love with him. And then is like, but aren't you in love with someone else? So I'm wondering if Hawkmoth Emma Myra before the time, thought Lady Noir was canon like they were an actual couple because no one has ever confirmed it. And then Mayura realized her mistake. She's like, oh, okay, I need to fix this mistake. And so she trying to make look like Lady but has been in love with Chat Noir this whole time where she changed her mind.
1: Oh, I also want to yeah. add, during that scene, my thoughts that I had were that when she was narrating what to say, I felt that she was, she was talking from the heart, like that, that's mm-hmm. what, that she would be kind of projecting what her feelings. And she has
0: with Gabriel. She
1: has with Gabriel and her rel- relationship with Gabriel. And then when she looks shocked, I think, I mean, I like your theory, your theory. Mm-hmm. I think your theory is probably more correct. <laughs> but I also thought that, oh, she looks shocked because that's what she's going through right now. She's She likes Gabriel, but Gabriel is still in love with his wife. hmm and just sadness. It's just a complicated love life. It is so complicated because I think a Gabriel, Gabriel definitely has feelings for Natalie. He cares for her.
0: But, you know, it, it's like your wife. Yeah. I think I would ship Gabriel and Natalie more if Emily was, like, actually dead and then trying to bring her back alive. But because she's in a coma, it's a lot harder because we don't know if she's going to come back alive or not or what's going to happen to Natalie. I think Emily's gonna come back, but we're gonna have a Nally. I don't know. Maybe she moves on and then she goes somewhere far away and she lives in the countryside. <laughs> Natalie!
1: we can Nally a boy. Let's give her let's give her some some of the dates. She
0: adopt. Oh, I thought you meant like you want to give her a child. <laughs> she, we can do that too. That adopt a too. kid, a kid that looks like Adrian. <laughs> yeah, she could adopt the
1: adopt the kid.
0: I mean, she's pretty much been the mom for. Patron for a whole year. She, she pretty much is. And then Cindy Monster, Ladybug, and Shat Noir about the kiss, and she's re- almost pulling out his ring. And then Ladybug comes in time and she's like, You're confusing fantasy with reality. And then he's so poor boy, so confused. And then this is a part where Ladybug is definitely Ravenclaw, because the sandy monster was like, Listen to your heart. And she's like, No, listen to your brain. <laughs> I want that as a shirt. <laughs> I love... That was my favorite scene. I just died of laughter. Yeah. And then Chat Noir knows that Ladybug's in love with someone else. And that's what Ladybug said. But he s- still chose Sandy Monster. Because I think he prefers that... He's so The Ladybug be actually being in love with him. So I think he, but Marinette said, like, you're blinded by fantasy over reality. And I didn't notice this the first time. And I watched this episode a couple of times. And I finally got it when I watched this on Monday. I thought... The Sandy monster ladybug said, okay, I am the Scenti monster. You better catalyze my earrings. And then Mayura was confused. But I realized the actual ladybug say that. She was trying to confuse Mayura and yeah. Mayura came out. When I
1: watched it today, for just for like a split second, I thought the same thing. But then i like,
0: oh, wait, no, that was the actual ladybug that said that. I know, the first time I was so confused. I'm like, why did the Scenti bug monster say that? And I read... Watch this a couple times. And it finally hit me. I was like, oh, it's not the senti-monster ladybug. It's the actual ladybug. I think because of the camera. Yeah. It was just kind of hard. Wait, which one is the senti-monster? Which one's ladybug? Yeah, because they look identical. Yeah, because they just zoomed in. And I'm like, and in the same stand and pose. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm so Uh, confused. Yeah. And then Mayura comes out. And then Noir realized, oh. (laughs) (laughs) And then this is the quotes I got from that scene. And Noir says, she looks so real. And Ladybug said, things aren't always what they seem to be at the first sight. But Shatner was like, more, but she's more elaborate than the others and so perfect. There's nothing monstrous about her at all. And so they f- keep fighting. And then the Sending Monster called their Sending Monster Charm. I don't remember what it was. And she gets this giant gun and Ladybug did her lucky charm and as a fork. And Shatner was like, oh, yeah, you're definitely the real one. <laughs> <laughs> and they do the fight. And then... She grabbed the keychain and she was about to break it. Then she realized, no, it's like killing an actual being because the senti-monster ladybug's actual being that's alive and breathing. So she set the senti-monster free. But we saw that even if you give them a free will, they still are able to make choices. And she chose to help ladybug and Chat Noir to defeat my mm-hmm. And then sadly, senti-monster ladybug dies. <laughs> And then Hawkmoth comes because he saw the news that Mayura sneaked out. <laughs> and then I feel, we saw that Chat Noir was affected by Senti Monster Ladybug's death the most. And then Hawkmoth says, getting sentimental on a Senti Monster. And then they fight. And then Chat Noir calls Hawkmoth grandpa, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the one part I don't understand. So Ladybug has Mayura. Hawkmoth has Chat Noir. They throw them aside, and I feel like Chat Noir and Mayuri
1: will be just fine. Well, I think Myra was kind of getting sick, so I that's thought true. she would be okay,
0: but I thought Chat Noir would be fine. I know. Maybe Marina didn't want to fight Hawkman alone. Maybe that's her vibe. I feel like, no, Chat Noir would be just fine. He would just land and then come back up. I don't know. I mean, it is a pretty big fall, so I guess it might just be
1: instinct. It could be too. But they've fallen way worse. I don't know. I know but, you know, every time. Adrian falls, Chat Noir falls, she always catches him. That's
0: true. It could be like a French thing, like they just she really cares about him, but I think mean, that part I still don't understand. Like Chat Noir but does fight I can not understand my you yeah, she she was very weak. She does her miraculous ladybug, and then they looked around, they saw that it didn't bring back the Senti Monster Ladybug. And this is what Ladybug said. The peacock superpowers can be so cruel when wrongly used, even more than the butterfly one. I'm wondering if she's saying that if you create, you can create an actual human being, but if you let it go, you're actually killing someone. I don't know if that's what she meant, because I, because like with the butterfly one, you just give people powers, and then you can kind of control them. Yeah. But I wonder if she's saying that the peacock's more cruel because you're actually creating a be- being, but if you use it wrongly. You can also it can affect that sentient monster's being's life. Yeah, and then we go back to where Hawkmoth kind of sc- scolds Natalie for sneaking out <laughs> and takes away her miraculous. And she was like, "If you ever need me again, I'm here." And then like two episodes later, she comes back. Aww, and we go and saw that Lila is Gabriel's new muse. Shows she's gonna model for gabriel and then we saw dark adrian (laughs) my (laughs) favorite scene of all time i love seeing cinema role characters go dark oh yeah (laughs) it's my favorite and then he warned her that he warned her once if you mess with my friends you know and he told her that she needs to find a way to bring Marinette back even if she has to lie and she was like why would i have to do that and he was like well we're friends aren't we and then lila brings up another lie to the principal saying she was confused. She has this disease that make her tell lies. Uh-huh. Her parents are still not there. But Marinus back to school. And then this quote is said two more times because we heard a couple bullets. And this is what Marinus said to Lila. People should know things are always what they seem to be at first sight. And she's like, I don't know why you helped me. And then Lila said that quote again. People should know things are always what they seem to be at first sight. And that quote has been quoted in the episode three times. Because Ladybug said it first when Adrian said she's perfect. And he, she was like, no, people should know things aren't always what they seem to be at first sight. And I wonder if that's a foreshadow. I'm like, it has to be if it's quoted three times. Yeah. Ah! So, what is something that ha- that doesn't seem to be at first sight? So we're going to go our theories. Ah! <laughs> this theory was, I think, first came out by this uh, Twitter user, SK Lanfear. They said, okay, so I'm really on board with the headcanon. Now that the real Adrian died. And that's why his parents were so protective of the new Adrian. Because Emily put a lot of effort into senti monster Adrian. Okay. Adrian is a Sentimonster. monster. I don't make the rules. And I think she posted that a couple of days before Ladybug came out. And then when she posted it, that's when the whole theory of Adrian being a senti monster. Oh. I think the most common theories we've seen, I've seen with senti monster Adrian is maybe they did have a son named Adrian. But something happens. Maybe he got in a coma or he died. Emily, knowing some reason, know all these Maracuses. I still believe that her parents are jewel collectors. And she grew up knowing about the Maracuses. So her and Gabriel go to Tibet to find the Maracuses. They didn't find the ladybug and Chat Noir miraculous to make the wish. But they found the butterfly and peacock and the book. And they're like, oh, this is good enough. So I'm wondering... They just played around with the miraculous, see what it does. Maybe Emily realized, oh, I can bring objects back to life. And maybe she she kept using it, like practicing it, but she didn't realize the miraculous was broken.
1: Mm.
0: And then maybe finally she's like, I wonder if I can't create Adrian. And maybe she took her a couple of tries. And maybe they raised this sentient monster, Adrian, gave him like these memories and all that. Because Adrian said he saw his mom being faint, not feeling well, when he saw Natalie faint during Feast. Oh, yeah. So it could be possible that Gabriel and, and Emily raised him. And we also saw like with Feast, the even if the object still has the amok and the user doesn't have their miraculous anymore, they're still alive. They come back alive. We're thinking, if because they keep letting the senti-monster Adrian live, that Emily has become very weak. Now she's in a coma. Maybe this, they said to me, this was why Gabriel is not very warm towards this new Adrian. He's very strict and also very protected because they lost their original son. They don't want to lose this one. But we also saw in Chat Noir that, no, in Chat Blanc, he didn't care about what happened to Adrian. Yes. Like he kicked him across (laughs) Paris and and like kind of psychology, emotionally abusing him. And Shapelon, to a point he gets akumatized and then destroys paris that's what people think maybe that's why gabriel is not that affectionate towards this adrian but it seems like he might be starting maybe throughout the season if a- this adrian is a sentient monster gabriel's gonna start be very sentimental towards this adrian and then when he has to make a choice in the end he, he's gonna realize i can't give up my son which people were using that quote being sentimental towards the senti monster everyone's like is that gonna fire back at him? Because now he's gonna be carrying with this Adrian. Oh, and then other people point out because Thomas Gabriel Kagami, I think Marinette said it too, that they always quote Adrian perfect, but that was the first thing Adrian said when he saw the uh. monster Ladybug. But she's perfect, so that was why I also brought another theory was that Adrian is a Sandy Monster. Yeah, I think it is a good theory. But for a kid's show, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I still sound a little...
1: I think if it wasn't a kid's show, it would definitely it definitely could be.
0: Yeah. But I think with this would be way too complicated for a little kid to understand. It really is. I know they know that teenagers and adults are watching this show, but you know their main target is children. And as a kid, you know, I'm not saying kids are not smart. Kids are smart they might understand the message and what might be kind of going on, but they're not going to understand what the characters are saying. So if you bring how Adrian is a senti monster, it's just going to confuse the the target audience. And I feel like it'll be too angsty because yeah. let's just say if senti monster Adrian dies, what happens? Is Marina going to make a wish where she wants the real Adrian comes back? I made this theory once where, oh, the story arrive wanted to write, but it never happened, where the senti monster Adrian died. And then Marinette makes a wish where the real Adrian comes back alive, but that Adrian doesn't have any memories. <gasps> no! But if Adrian, but if we go to that route where Adrian's not the senti monster, what was Emily doing? <laughs> that caused her to go into a coma. And I feel like if Master Fu was in Paris, because in the first scene of Origin, Waze wake up because he sensed the butterfly being used. But if Emily was using it, why hasn't Waze felt that signal that oh. the peacock's being used in Paris?
1: Oh Maybe because it was broken or she didn't use it in Paris, or maybe when she did use it, they weren't in par- Paris. Did they say why the peacock was broken?
0: I don't feel like they ever answered it. They I know in Feast they explained how it got lost. I and mean, we know Master Fu used it, but I don't think they ever explained how it was broken. I don't remember either. I I feel like when you rewatch Beast, I feel like that answers a lot of the questions about the peacock. But this episode shows that you can create a human being with the peacock miraculous. I'm so tired. I don't know what I'm talking about. So my only thing I can think of Emily using the miraculous, maybe she, like I said, we believe she knew about the miraculous maybe her whole life and is very fascinated about it. I wonder if she kept playing with the peacock miraculous, not knowing it's broken. And she just, making random objects to life and she becomes very obsessed with it and then she goes, goes she becomes weak and i feel like maybe gabriel tries to stop her she's like no 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 let's keep doing it let's do some research i wonder if she just used it for research and then finally she gets into a coma what if gabriel's the, the senti monster oh <gasps> i also have another theory i feel like this is more believable than adrian being a senti monster i think natalie's a senti monster and here's my reason why we always have to go by the meaning of their name Mm -hmm. because we know with Marinette's name is like rise of the bread then adrian is black butterfly so i researched natalie's name her first name means birthday and her last name means heartless birth heartless Ah! you know and when she mentioned like she was not supposed to fall in love with Gabriel. And then she's very obedient towards, and then she's very protective of the two. So I wonder if Emily's last senti monster was Natalie. And she gave the order to take care of Gabriel and Adrian. So that's my theory why she's the senti monster. And I also saw, I remember in Feast, she was able to sense the amok of that, the monster. Oh. Remember it was stoned. She wasn't transformed. She was just Natalie, but she felt it. So I wonder that made me more curious. I feel like we need to do a recap of feast because I don't remember much. But I remember that was like the biggest thing I remember was uh-huh. she I, she felt it and then she fainted. Oh, and I'm like, wh- why would she feel that still if she's not transformed? I don't know if it, if it, you're still connected if you just wear the miraculous. I don't know. That's why I started to believe she was a Sentimonster. The one part that kind of debunked was. I believe it was the, uh, the one that episode where all the people's nightmares come true. There's one where she left the house after she was done with her shift. So I was like, well, that means she has her own place, but it could be maybe Gabriel gave her a place to stay. I don't know. So that was my theory that Natalie being the senti monster. Oh, because her, she was born without a heart. Her job was to take care of Gabriel and Adrian. That's why she's very, Caring and follows what Gabriel tells her, even though she knows it's morally wrong. But she doesn't have the free will, so. Ah. Uh,
1: so then, what's her? What is something that Gabriel always has with
0: him that could be controlling Natalie? His red pants, his <laughs> white suit, his glasses. <laughs> He's a handkerchief, right? In a tie. Yeah. Could be anything. What if it's the wedding rings? But it got taken, remember? Oh, yeah, that's true. But what if it's Emily's
1: ring? But then he can't control it because em- it's on Emily's. No,
0: he took it. Remember when Felix stole it? He took Emily's. Yeah. But, I mean, like, before he took it, yeah. he couldn't control Natalie. That's true. I mean, it's still around the house. I don't know if... <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure... Sh- no. Yeah, I think it was near his house because when Chat Noir was thrown out, it was from the grass house. I need to re Chef Chat, no- Chat Blanc. Why don't you call him Chat Noir, Chat Blanc? <laughs> and then there was other theories people thought the gorilla was a sentient monster because he doesn't talk. He looks like a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> but he's very caring. But I don't think he's a sentient monster But if you ask me who's the most best candidate being a sentient monster I will say Natalie. But why do you think Gabriel is the sentient monster <laughs> Okay. I don't know how to explain this. Okay. He just called him uncaring.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like he's calling and caring. He's kind of distant. Mm-hmm. And he, like, avoids people. And, and you know, like maybe he's bringing her back because he feels guilty because he knows that he's the re- reason that she's in that state.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a baseless theory. <laughs> yeah, I-, I saw there was other theories where someone said. Gabriel and Emily always wanted kids. They got the miraculous and then they had a baby. But that doesn't make sense because Chloe has all these memories. And I believe they confirmed they got the miraculous like a year or two ago. But Adrian has all those memories. So that doesn't make sense. That theory was debunked a couple of times. But I've seen those theories. But if Adrian was a monster, it has to be within the year or two. But if Adrian wasn't a monster, I don't understand why Emily didn't let him go to school. Yeah, that was a bit weird. I always feel like Emily's very mysterious. I feel like she's not... I feel like this is what Marinette's quote's gonna come out as things don't always appear what they seem to be at first sight. That Emma Emily's actually
1: not as good as they're making her out to
0: be. That's what I think. Yeah. Because they were telling like... Mostly Adrian's like, she's always nice. I miss her. She, she's a very kind person. But I think one time Gabriel did mention, I think it was season one, and Adrian was angry at Gabriel or something, like warning Ladybug about something. And Gabriel's like, forgive me. He got his mother's trait. She was very, like, dramatic.
1: Yeah, I think... I feel like there was another show that I watched where they made this character out to be, like, some amazing martyr. And then later on, you find out that, no, they weren't. They, were, they weren't they were perfect. They made mistakes.
0: And I feel like it was happened in Tokyo Ghoul cool? because Kaneki always talked about nice thing about his Oh mom. that was I was thinking about. Yeah. yeah. And In the end we found that his mom was actually abusive. I don't think Emily was abusive to Adrian. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying maybe she has a motive with the miraculouses. Yeah. I just don't think she's the perfect person people are making out her out to be. Yeah. And i know because I don't watch I- Steven Universe but I've seen people compare her to oh, steven's mom oh yeah that's not the one i was thinking of yeah that was actually what i was thinking of mm-hmm. was that one yeah i don't watch steven universe but i people compare emily to steven's mom and
1: you're <laughs> like maybe
0: she's more like steven's mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, yeah that's probably likely i know thomas said on the um platform he's created the baiting. He, I think they're planning on creating a comic that's more about Gabriel and Emily, like when they were teenagers. I can imagine maybe Gabriel and Emily were like teenage love, and then got I, married. I feel
1: like Emily's the type of person who, like, I think she's—I think she was ultimately the one in charge. I think she was the one that would drag Gabriel to do stupid things. <laughs> and I feel like she was a like, very dramatic and impulsive, and she's she always what, likes to try new things.
0: Yeah. And Gabriel just gets
1: dragged around. Gable just this grumpy cat that doesn't want to, do, doesn't want to be with people. Yeah, the condition she's very protective
0: of Adrian. I don't know why. I mean, he is her only son. Yeah, this is my always had on with Adrian and Marinette that maybe the parents wanted to have kids and they had a hard time getting pregnant, and then Adrian and Marinette are like the miracle babies because with Marinette's parents they were married for twenty years, but we. Doing the math because Marinette's now 14. So they didn't have kids for six years. And I feel like that's out of character for Sabine and Tom. I feel like they would have kids like a year (laughs) after (laughs) getting married. So I always had this headcanon that Marinette is the lucky baby. Even people were pointing out, like, oh, I feel like with Marinette's parents, they would have more kids. But it could be maybe Sabine has a hard time getting pregnant. And then Marinette's just the lucky baby. Oh, the dad can have issues. Yeah. I could also maybe imagine where maybe Adrian, they like, they want to get pregnant. Couldn't, they finally got adrian but maybe he was a premature baby so he was always sick and so mer- maybe emily has this protective mother Eastie, so that's why she doesn't send him to school and i feel like because of her kind kindness and like how adrian looks up at his mom so he didn't think about going to public school maybe he talked about it, and she's like no honey you don't want to go to school you know don't you want to be home with me and your dad and he'd be like oh yeah you know that's fine and then when now emily's out of the patron, gabriel also, is, is distant and, and he's older too. Yeah, it's another
1: thing. He's older, and maybe he heard from Chloe what school is like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think someone asked Thomas about why Emily didn't let Adrian go to school. And he said the comic would explain it. So I don't know. Maybe Emily was abused, not abused, bullied. bullied at school.
1: You know what? I feel like if 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 Emily's personality, how he described it, I feel like she would have trouble with. Sc- but
0: her peers. I wonder if she's like, kind of like the Luna Love, like the weird one. And then Gabriel finds her annoying. Because <laughs> we saw that he does not like her sister, Amelie. Maybe Emily's like the weird one. And then the more he hangs out with Emily, he just falls in love with her. I think Emily was the weird one. I mean, <laughs> she she went to acting.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. She did acting. So I, I, I think it's safe to assume that she's
0: probably... A little bit weird. Yeah. I've seen fanfics where she was Gabriel's model, but I've seen some, we saw some sketches of Gabriel where the model looks like Emily, mm. like his sketches. So I don't know if she did, because it doesn't look like she did acting a lot.
1: I, I think she, oh, did, she only did one
0: movie. I think she did model for him. Yeah. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. Since we know what she'll look like because of Amelie and her coma. <laughs> but I wonder if her personality is anything like her twin sister, Amelie. Mm. Because I always go by the, the Kwamis because sometimes I feel like their Kwamis are very similar to their holers. And Deuce is like all over the place. <laughs> very dramatic. I would love to, like, to know more about Emily because I feel like she is a mysterious figure. And like how much does she know about the Miraculouses? Yeah. That's all I have with theories and about the episode. I don't know if you had any. I wish. but <laughs> Even if I did, I, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> so we got an email from a listener what yes we did what his name is sean wolf and he emailed and said just wanted to email in and say that you guys are amazing and to keep at it i'll be excited if you guys release semi-regular episodes <laughs> and if you guys want to open a patreon or anything like that i'll be happy to donate Thanks, oh sean sean thank you so much thank you for listening to our podcast we really appreciate it oh my goodness it's because of shiloh i do <laughs> nothing
1: guys i really do nothing the only time i has something prepared was today and now we just to watch the episodes but even then I didn't take notes. I should take notes. Regarding semi
0: regular episodes, we apologize. Our epi- our episode schedule is very whack. It's, we both work. We both go to school, so our schedule is not as free. And I feel like because the show's being on hiatus, it's <laughs> we don't, don't things to talk about. Yeah since the show's on hiatus there's nothing to talk about. I mean I asked you guys for some ideas and there's been a really good one. So we'll look through that and see if there's any we want to use for an episode. But I feel like once season four comes out, we might do more episodes. We can do like episode recaps and then make more theories out of it. I can see that happening when season four comes out. But for now, it's just whatever comes to our mind, we'll record it. And whenever we have a free schedule. Yeah. Patreon, same thing. Like, as we mentioned, this is more of a side hobby. I've thought of doing a Patreon, but I didn't want to tie people in when we don't have an episode that'll be private for just Patreons. Like, because I feel like with Maraca's Ladybug, it's very limited what you can talk
1: about. Yeah, I mean, well, I think a lot of our listeners are, in, are like teenagers. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't have money when
0: I was a teenager. So. Yeah, and I feel like if the only private thing I can think of doing a Patreon is we talked about like adult-themed fan fiction, <laughs> but, oh! but that would be the only reason I can think of. For now, we won't have a Patreon. I don't think we will plan on having it. I just feel bad. You guys spending money, and we only have like a few episodes. Agreed. So for now, we're just holding off. If we do decide to do Patreon, we'll let you guys know, but I think... For now, maybe in the future we won't have it, but we really appreciate for those <laughs> who best. And He's thank you, so Sean. Sweet,
1: Sean. <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, so the last name. Wait, Sean Wolf. Yeah, that was, that name sounds familiar. I don't know. It yeah. just sounds familiar. I know they follow me on Twitter. I
0: oh, that's there. why. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Twitter. Never mind. <laughs> so, our spotlights. The first artist is one of my favorite. Is TMG zero ten. They make. And, like amazing ladybug fan art. I have some of their fan comics, so I believe TMG is located in Japan. There's a six fan art challenge. <gasps> oh, that's so cute! And then this is a recent art she did. Oh, ah, and I have one of her favorite art saved in my photo. I want to put this in my wallpaper someday Let's see. Yeah, this, this one oh, cute that is so cute you can follow tmg on twitter i'll put their links down below as always so we're kind of changing the spotlight i didn't tell you this Nico. i'm sorry huh for now we're just gonna do two i don't know if we did that before but we're just doing two oh, okay. for each category for the fan fiction i decided i'm just instead of by writers i'm just gonna go stories I've read and liked Aww. that I'm happy to share. Next artist I want to share is my wonderful friend nabby Chan. And she draws amazing fan art of Aww, Rex Ladybug.
1: Cute. Mm-hmm.
0: Aww. She's like the sweetest person I've ever talked to. She's always been like very supportive of my cosplays. And I'm like, Nabby, you're so sweet. And I believe she's located in Italy. Look at this chibi art. Oh, that's so cute. Mm -hmm. I love you, (laughs) Nabby. And this is... I'm still waiting for these designs because they're dolls. Oh. Except for the cat ears, but yeah. I'm waiting for it. Mm -hmm. Next is the cosplayers. And it's my wonderful friend, Steak President and Cookie King Cosplay. Steak President, her name is Rose. And then her boyfriend, Kevin, they cosplay together. and. Rose did Ladybug, and Kevin did Chat Noir. Let me pull up their account. So let's see. So I met them a couple times when I've been in California. They've been always very sweet, and I love meeting them. This is their cosplay. Oh, ah, cute. They've also done so Demon Slayer. I haven't seen that anime, but a lot of people told me to watch it. They also do Sakura and Sasuke. Oh. Like their cosplays, the Like, she, for me, she's headcanon Sakura. Oh, Sakura. Kevin, too. Kevin's definitely. He looks like Sasuke. I know your favorite anime. They did the maid song. <gasps> <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Shall almost kill me? I'm sorry. And I know. I watched that anime for such a long time. I, I remember how much you loved that anime. Oh, I was so obsessed with it.
0: And then, Spirited the Away. <gasps> she did. Hey. It's my favorite Studio Ghibli movie. Oh, and then roasted Katra. <gasps> I died.
1: <laughs> oh no! Don't wait and you see it again. She loves her. What's the show called?
0: <laughs> I forgot. Shira. Shira. Yeah. Sorry. I love
1: Shira, guys. I can't believe it's ending.
0: Wait, it is her. <laughs> Those beautiful cosplayers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so amazing. They have done. Oh, it's a turtle kindaku, yeah. cute. and <gasps> Dabby. Which one? This one. That one's cute too. Oh, I think it's Marin and Adrian. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it looks. It looked like. Okay. I know they know Sailor Moon and Momoru. Mam- oh, Mamoru. Mam- Mamoru. Momomaru. Mam- <laughs> I love <Mamoru>. their names. <laughs> yeah, I, I think she's done Momo too. Well, back. Like this picture is amazing. <laughs> I, oh, wow, that's good. Mhm. Like really captured the characters. Your favorite <gasps> ship. No, no. one of my
1: favorite ships
0: so next is the spotlight for the fan fiction so the first one we have is the convenient marriage by candy kate so i've been reading candy kate's fan fiction since i joined the fandom she her writing is just amazing um this fanfic is mature but if you're old enough to read it it's so so good so the summary of the story is adrian's been dating kagami for four years and marina just ended a relationship with adrian's cousin felix but they don't know each other. Adrian and Marinette don't know each other. Oh. And then after her breakup, she finds out that she's in her grandparents and Adrian's grandparents made a deal where Marinette and Adrian has to get married. And Marinette's is trying so hard not to fall in love with Adrian, but she fails and she starts to develop big feelings for him. But she's trying to hold back because he's dating not Na- uh, not Natalie. <laughs> 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 he's, dating Natalie. Oh. he's dating Kagami. But then. Adrian starts having some special feelings for Marinette. And it is it is a slow build, but it's definitely worth it. I love slow builds. It just has that angst, the drama. It's worth it, guys. It's still ongoing, but I think there's like 40 chapters, so you can just binge read them. It's so good. Definitely ch- check it out. And another fan fiction I've been reading is called Then There Was You by Liquified Stars. So in the beginning, it's pretty much the school's giving the students' project where they shadow jobs. And Marinette has to shadow Gabriel. And her and Adrian start becoming very close and started having feelings for each other. But Gabriel is planning, is planning something to have where Adrian's very close becomes close to Marinette. And it becomes very suspicious. And because she sees Adrian as a son, so she starts having her backup plan in case something happens. So definitely check both fanfiction; they're both amazing, written so well. Um, I believe the convenient marriage you can find it both in AO3 and is it Achieve? I'm calling it AO3. A Tribe of Our Own. Yeah, and Wattpad, and look, and for then there was you. I think you can just read it at AO3. So that's all of our spotlights. Um, I someone did ask like if we can do a podcast about. Favorite fan fiction or just fan fiction? I don't know how that's gonna work because you don't read Marakasleva <laughs> fan fictions anymore, so it'll be tricky. So maybe this is my me doing by myself, <laughs> or if we do talk about fan fiction, or if I just tell you about the fan fictions I liked and you just listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the episode we have today. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add. Um, just stay home, wash your hands. Yeah, stay be safe. careful, guys. We'll get through this. And be nice to everyone. Please don't hoard toilet paper or anything you don't need. Yeah, or if please. you have enough.
1: I went to the store yesterday
0: and there was still no toilet paper. I think when I go, i seen people buying toilet paper. Surprisingly, like 4 or 5 p.m. But I don't know now.
1: Uh, it just depends on the day in the store. Sometimes they have it. But sometimes... But they're still, like, still low on yeah. it. Like, it's still going out
0: quickly like you can't i like i can't find like disinfected wipes at all they're like all sold out um i I just saw like one guy i was trying to get butter and he took literally like six boxes of butter what i know and i was like why do you need that much <gasps> oh goodness i feel like nothing has changed it was just stuck at home mostly but with just cooking we really haven't um, what's that word limited ourselves uh, to me it's like just cooking cooking's the normal we just can't go out <laughs> and eat that's yeah. the sad part but yeah just stay home wash your hands social distancing six feet away don't go in large groups and besides a good time to go to the grocery store together with your 10 other friends i've been saying that lately i don't know why <laughs> But thanks for listening to Stay Tuned, Maracas Ladybug, and hopefully we'll be back soon. (laughs) Yep. Bye. Bye.